It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, the Oklahoma City Thunder hire a legendary shooting coach and improve their front office. Plus, we're going to dive into your mailbag questions on part two of our mailbag episode. All this and more coming up on today's Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, media member, and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com. Ryland Styles. you can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to dive into your Oklahoma City Thunder mailbag questions, answering everything you have about the team this offseason. Plus, the Thunder continue their offseason by hiring a legendary shooting coach and naming a new vice president of identification and intelligence. Yeah. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all platforms so you never miss an episode. And let's start with the legendary shooting coach. The Thunder hire, Chip England, and he is a legendary Spurs shooting coach. The top paid assistant coach in the NBA. Like, obviously, he's in He's in demand he spent 17 years with the Spurs, has a great relationship with Sam Presti. Their time uh, in San Antonio obviously overlapped. And the bottom line is the Thunder clearly spent a ton of money to go get him. Like You don't go from the top paid assistant coach to working on a bargain deal, especially whenever uh, it was reported by Woj today in the article that you know what drove him out of San Antonio was the whole contract details. So clearly the Thunder went out and got him, paid him those top dollars. I'm sure he'll be the top paid assistant coach again this year. And I think that it also credits the Thunder for having a guy in chip who believes in the direction of this rebuild. I think that you don't get the best shooting coach at age 61 as a rebuilding team if you're just now starting out from ground zero. Uh, but I think that he does believe that he's going to be impactful here, which he is. I think that he does believe that if he is impactful here, which he believes he can be, then they'll be able to turn their organization around and get to where they want to go. So clearly the pitch, along with the financial backing of Clay Bennett and, and this organization from Sam Presti has worked because it's evident today that they just hired two of the more respected guys in this sport. So Chip England is credited with helping Kawhi Leonard, Tony Parker, and DeJounte Murray. Uh, all their shots improving from three. He's 61 and considered the best shooting coach in the NBA. I think that this will be a massive story for Oklahoma City and have a massive impact for the Thunder. Now, 
this is a move that I think transitions you into winning basketball. And I'm not saying that they're going to take the leap to 50 games, you know, to 50 wins as a team this year, as they did in 0908, winning 23 and then winning 50 in 09 uh, in 2010 season. I don't think that that's going to happen. I don't think that you're going to take that massive leap in win total. But this is a uh, this is the marking I think of a transitional period between um, just the outright tanking and the trying to get better. I still think that the big player transactions will come next summer, and then that's whenever you see them make that win total leap. But OKC has always needed needed shooting help, and they've always needed three-point improvement from their roster. And they can finally get that. And when you look at this roster, how many guys do you go up and down this roster and say, you know, if they could just shoot better, that would unlock so much more of their game. And clearly this will not work for every single player. But if he even just works with a couple and, and, and makes them above league average shooters or really good shooters or heck, even great shooters, then that revolutionizes the team, even if it's just a couple of these names that it works out with. This hire cannot be understated because I think that it's going to work for at least a few of these names. And here are the, here are the names. I've got 12 names here that I think that he can really impact on this roster alone. The first and foremost is Josh Giddy. Chip England can really make Josh Giddy a superstar. Now, if he shoots league average, Josh Giddy, I think that he'll be an all-star. I think that with his passing ability, with his frame and intangibles defensively that, that he can kind of grow into in the next few years, and with his ability to score at the rim that we saw in Summer League and the floater, just all that he has offensively, if he can shoot league average from three, he'll be an all-star. But if this mastermind shooting coach can work with him, change his jump shot, figure some things out with with Josh Giddy and make him a, you know, 38, 39, 40, 41% three-point shooter from three or whatever, like all of a sudden he's a superstar. And that's hot. I mean, obviously there's not very many guys who shoot 40% from three and that aren't superstars. Now there are some, but there's not many guys that, that, that are. And so with Josh Giddy, this is what excites you the most. This is what... This is what you want to, you know, see for him in his future. And that's why I think that this year is about development, and this is an instance of how. You're going to change his jump shot. Josh Giddy will change something about his jump shot between now and October. And you're going to spend all year long with a brand new jump shot after shooting the same way your whole life and that being good enough to get you to this point into the NBA as a top 10 pick in the NBA draft. You're going to change your entire jump shot. That's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to take some getting used to. So it might not work for the first half of the season, and then he gets more, more and more comfortable with it, and then he goes into the second half looking really good and goes into the offseason getting more comfortable with it and then bursts onto the scene in 2023 and 2024 season. So like, I think that that's what a, a key point of development will be is being uncomfortable and then getting more comfortable with it and getting better at it. So Josh Giddey is the number one answer on the board for who Chip should be working with. Uh, Usman Jang could be an all-star if he finds a way to shoot 37% from three because he's the 6'11 forward that has guard-like skills and can kind of do step backs. He can do, uh, he can drive to the rim. He can make some good passes. Like he is the prototypical guy that, that you're looking for in the modern NBA if he can shoot. And he's got some, some, uh, you know, things he can clean up on a jump shot mechanics. I'm sure Chip will find out how to. And if you can turn him into a, into a above average three point shooter, that really unlocks all-star potential for him. Now, is it going to work for both these guys? Is Josh Giddy going to become a superstar and Usman Jang become an all-star? I, I don't know, and that's hard to 
That's hard to predict, right, for it to work for two guys in such a massive way. But these are the kind of things that this hire can mean. For Lou Dort, I'm already comfortable with his contract. I think that they gave him, um, you know, a, a fair market value deal. But if all of a sudden he's shooting 37% overall from three, plus staying, of course, really efficient in the corners, obviously, like all of a sudden now that you're back on a bargain bin deal for Lou Dort. Like you're back on a on a massive steal of a contract for Lou Dort, especially with the cap rising and everything else as well financially. And it goes beyond just, you know, those three names because those three names get you to new heights, get you, get you to, you know, the 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 superstar all-star status and everything else. But but it even goes for a lot of these guys that aren't going to have that kind of ceiling. So like Darius Basley, if he shoots league average from three and and remains with his elite, his elite defense that he showed yes, uh, last year, if he can play that elite defense, switching one through five, and shoot 35, 36, 37% from three, he's a starter long-term. There's no question about it in the NBA. He's going to be a starter in the league if you can unlock that jump shot. So he's he's my number four there. Pokashevsky, if you can get him to shoot threes at a consistent rate, he's a long-term NBA piece. Andrew Wig- I mean, uh, Aaron Wiggins becomes a solid 3 and D player. And then I am interested to see what happens with with Chet Holmgren because I think that we all respect Chet Holmgren's jump shot and we all think that he has a very good three-point shot and that it's going to help the team automatically in his rookie season how well they can shoot the ball. But can it go from good to great? Now, I I don't want to put that pressure on him, so to say, but just think about if Chet Holmgren shoots threes from a good clip to a great clip, if that's how he moves up the ladder eventually in his career. And this all will not happen this year but just something to keep an eye on in the future. You know, if all of a sudden he can become an elite shooter, well, then that's, that is your true unicorn. That is your true, you know, superstar talent. And then some other names like Jalen Williams from Santa Clara. I mean, can he shoot near 40%? I mean, that's a bona fide starter level player, especially with the defense that we saw in summer league, if that stays around in the NBA. Jeremiah Rumpson Earl will for sure, if he can shoot better from three, become a starting level player, a high priority bench piece. And and I think that JRE um, has a good shot already. And I think that those shots will start falling more this season, just in general. But again, chip can always uh, help somebody and, and, and you just become a solidified starter or a solidified seventh man. That's a really good career path. Now there's three other names on this list that aren't going to have that super high ceiling, but I still think it's worth discussing. Plus we've got your questions. Plus we've got a new vice president on the horizon. All of this and more coming up on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Let's see right now, but good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off of your next order. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. It's delicious. It's cookie dough. It's covered in chocolate. That's right. Built Bar has done it again. So check it out today. Your favorite flavor is going to be cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. So run to Built.com and snag a box for you and your family to help you be where you want to be in terms of, you know, you can do it pre-workout, post-workout, mirror placement, or a snack. Make sure you check it out today at Built Bar. Check them out. Use the code LOCK15. Get 15% off your next order. 
Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. So we went through most of the roster. I mean, Josh Giddy can be a superstar. Usman Jane can be an all-star. You know, Lou Dort's contract will just look so much better uh, if he can improve from three while playing his elite defense. Baisley can become a starter long-term. Pogu can become a solidified NBA player. Wiggins can be a huge piece off your bench. Chet could be elite if you figure out how to go from good to great on his jump shot. And then J-Dub can be awesome. J-R-E can be a starting level player. These three do not have the flashy ceiling, but I think that it does matter, especially for the roster crunch. So, Jalen Williams out of Arkansas. Like, to me, right now, if you had to predict, Jalen Williams from Arkansas will not get that second contract. He's got to improve. He's got to get better. Uh, and he, he, he knows that everyone knows that he's got to keep working. You just hired a really great shooting coach that has really great success with guys. If all of a sudden Jalen Williams out of Arkansas is taking the charges, is getting the rebounds, is doing the dirty work, and he's now shooting 33 34% from three, yeah, that's going to get him a second contract. You know, his playmaking out of the post that we saw someone in summer league, that's going to be awesome too. Like if, you know, that can help him stay in the league long term. This is going to change a lot of guys' careers and career paths. And then one storyline that you can watch out of out of training camp, Tom Aldon and Ty Jerome. If Tom Aldon can become a good three-point shooter, that really changes the perception of him. And Ty Jerome is viewed as a sharp shooter, and I'm not sure why. I mean, he's not a he's not a quality shooter. He's not a consistent shooter by any means. Uh, he's had one good year shooting the ball in the NBA. The other two have been terrible. Uh, you know, he shot 28% his rookie season, and he shot uh, 29% last year. Now he did have that 42% shooting night whenever uh, shooting season whenever he played 33 games, and most of the league didn't have fans, and the sight lines are different. Yada yada yada. So like. When we're looking at training camp battles and roster spots, what happens if Ty Jerome does shoot really well in training camp and practices and in the preseason? What happens if Taylor Maldon does shoot really well in practice and training camp uh, and uh, preseason? Does that change anything? Does that make life harder? Does that make decisions harder for Sam Presti, who's already going to have to cut you know, three standard NBA contracts? The Thunder also hired Vince Rossman in scouting as vice president of identification, and intelligence. He leads the Philadelphia organization after 15-plus years in three or four regime changes. And a team that feels like they're going to compete in the East. The Thunder, of course, are equipped with 15 first-round picks in the future and 13 second-round picks going through the 2029 NBA draft. It's hard to pinpoint exactly how good Vince Rossman is. I mean, with Chip, it's a little, little easier because you can point to, you know, Kawhi, you can point to... Parker and Jonte Murray and all those guys. With Vince Rossman, it's hard to tell, you know, exactly what his impact was and, and what his guys were versus his guys was and et cetera. But one thing that you should know to prove his worth and prove just how good he is is the fact that he survived those regime changes. I mean, from Hinky to Colangelo to 
Um, Maury and Elton Brand was snuck in there too. He's, he, Elton Brand's still there, but still, you know, he survived all that turnover. And you you do not survive that turnover if you're not a very important piece. If you are not somebody who's incredibly valued and incredibly liked and incredibly uh, thought highly of and, and respected of your opinion. You just don't. They'll bring in their own guys. It's very hard to survive a front office change whenever you're in these kind of positions. And he did it. And I think that the storyline here for Thunder fans, because you can't point to, you know, Kawhi and just dream about guys becoming superstars. The storyline here, because I know that some would even say, you know, well, it's still going to be Sam Presti's call at the end of the day. The storyline here is here's a very respected guy from Philadelphia that he took a meeting with Sam Presti. Sam Presti clearly gave him a pitch of why he should join with, you know, join on with the Thunder. And whatever that plan is that Sam Presti divulged to him was clearly good enough to get him on board. Same thing with Chip. We don't know what the plan is right now in terms of, you know, what the future holds for the Thunder. We know they're in a rebuild. We know that they want to get back to, to having a playoff arrival and having, uh, you know, championship aspirations. We don't know how they're going to get there, but clearly the, the plan that Sam Presti envisions that he sold to Chip and he sold to um, Vince Rossman, it's clearly good enough to get them excited and get them on board. This is a very exciting day in the offseason for the Thunder. This is a, these are two very exciting moves. The draft will still be incredibly important, especially as you start to identify which picks you might want to move on from and which draft classes and what slots might not be as valued as other slots, etc. Like there's a lot to do with the draft picks here uh, that, that you need to manage with Vince and with Chip. I mean, how long have we been waiting on the Thunder to get a shot doctor and somebody who can, who can revamp the shot of half the roster? You, you can do the mental math in your head. If you've watched this team, you know, since their arrival in OKC, they've had great they've had great years, they've had great teams, they've done great winning, but they've always lacked shooting. And some of that, not all of that, but some of that falls on the coaching staff and falls on, you know, development and falls on, you know, not having a shot doctor. And now you do. Now what's considered one of the best organizations in the league, what's considered one of the most player-friendly organizations in the league, what's considered one of the best best developmental spots in the league, they now throw in the best shooting coach in the league. That's exciting. No matter how you slice it, no matter if you want to guard your heart or not, you have to admit that's exciting. And we'll see where it goes. There, there are, there, there's not a player on this roster. We went through 12 of them. There's not a player on this roster besides Mike Muscala who doesn't need uh, help from a shot doctor. There just isn't. They, they couldn't stand to learn a thing or two. From Chip. Now Mascal, I mean, he's he's a great shooter. Uh, you know, he, you know, he he's he's older, everything else. But past that, everyone else can really use Chip's presence. This will help everyone involved. This will help next year's draft pick. That this will be something special. And right now, all you can do is sit back and be excited that your GM has a plan and has a pitch, and he sold people on it. He sold two of the more respected names out there on it. And I, I do have to give credit, too. You don't get chipped for free. Now, it's it's tough to tell what Vince Rossman's, you know, uh, contract details would be, but you don't just lure away a top-paid assistant coach for free. He's not taking a discount to come, to come coach shooting in Oklahoma City. So Clay Bennett obviously ponied up a lot of money to and saw the value in bringing in a shot doctor after Sam Presti, you know, explain it to him and everything else. 
So this is an organization that's pulling in the, in the same direction. It's, it's all pulling together. And, the, and whatever plans being communicated is getting full support from all levels. Players, coaching staff, front office, ownership. And when you have that combination, it rarely, if ever, fails. So I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about where this can all lead. It's going to be a very fun time in Oklahoma City with these two hires. How excited are you about them? Who do you think should get the most work in with Chip England at training camp here in October and late September? Who do you think should be knocking on his door every single day at training camp, getting out on that practice floor? And who do you think will take the biggest shooting leap in terms of percentages this season? Coming up, though, let's get into your mailbag questions to end the pod. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LO Thunder Pod. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. For your second listen, get up to date on the latest news and rumors of the NBA in less than 30 minutes every day with Lockdown NBA. Check them out today. Lockdown NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Lockdown NBA, up to date on all those rumors and news. The NBA drama never stops. It never, ever stops. Check out that national perspective on LONBA. I want to dive into your mailbag questions. We did a whole mailbag pod yesterday. Still had questions left over. We're still going to have questions left over for tomorrow. Uh, at Fishboy Tuna, best nickname for Usman Jang. It appears that they're calling him Oos uh, or Oos uh, on Instagram. So let's go with that one. I, I like it. Uh, at Klimakafu, which players should the Thunder bring in next offseason to mentor this young core? Uh, mentor, I'm not sure like who they'd consider a good mentor. Uh, I think that next year is more so about improving your roster and improving your team, improving everything that you want to do uh, and, and winning games next year. But, you know, there's always going to be a veteran presence out there that still can play but also can provide you leadership uh, and, and can provide you with kind of stability as a veteran presence. So who knows? And, and Kenneth Williams is the leader of this team in that in that capacity, so they kind of already have their guy in that way. Uh, at Gator Johnson 26, does Trey Mann have a chance to be a sixth man of the future? Yes, Trey Mann does have a chance to be the sixth man of the future. Uh, Gator Johnson 26. I think that that's the ceiling. I think that his ceiling is a guy who can win sixth man of the year and a guy who can light it up off the bench in terms of scoring and a guy who can help you manage a game. We talk about game managers in football all the time, but in basketball, I kind of view game management as a guy who can come in after Shea comes out and Giddy comes out and Chet comes out in the playoffs and, and keep you afloat or even help you stretch the lead while those guys get a rest. Go back to that first era of Thunder basketball. How often did you see a lead evaporate after uh, Kevin Durant and Russ Westbrook went on the bench in the playoffs? 
So like I think that Chet, I think that um, Trey Mann can really help you do that whenever Chet and Giddy and SGA all go to the bench. At Tino underscore 0194, do you think Chet is going to gain muscle in the next two years? How long do you think it's going to take? Um, we've got to see him play first. I mean, I, it's easy just to look at him and say, hey, he's got to gain weight. He's got to gain muscle. Uh, I think that I think it's not as simple as that. I think that's just kind of a nice cop out to say, uh, because we we all just think, oh well, you've got to look like you know you've got to look like Giannis. Not necessarily. We got to see how he plays his rookie year, how he handles himself his rookie year, uh, and he's going to build muscle and strength just by growing up, like literally growing up. He's going to build some, uh, but I, I don't, I'm not sure that it's best for him to get big and bulky uh, for his NBA career. So it's hard to project that, but. I do think he'll, you know, gain muscle in the next two years. It's just a matter of how much he's going to want to and how much the Thunder want him to, etc. Uh, at IDEU at IDED twenty, do the Thunder have a legitimate chance to be in the play-in this year? I think if the Thunder played this entire season with the goal in mind of winning every single game and change their rotations to where they're playing matchup dependent basketball and they're and they're kind of conforming themselves to their opponent every single night and figuring out the best combination of guys every single night for that opponent. I think that they could I think they could be a playing team as their ceiling. If if they did that plus they hit their ceiling on the floor, they could be a playing team. I, I just worry though about predicting the play in because I think that, you know, when they get to the all star break and they're a game and a half out of the play in or they're even a game and a half up in the play in, that they might just say, you know, Long term, our future's best off if we're in that lottery again versus in a play-in game. So I don't know, but I think that yeah, if 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 this team, this roster was rolled out there, their ceiling would be a play-in team. Uh, at MBAYM thirty-seven, what player would you pick if you had the third pick in next year's draft? So I guess that you're taking away Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson in this uh, analogy. I take a Thompson twin. I think that they're really really good. Uh, at Clement Akufu, win total for next year's team. They went 24 last year. I'd say at least 26, maybe pushing 30 as a ceiling, maybe. I don't know. Like uh, The win total stuff's going to be difficult. i take the over on the Vegas projection, but I'd be very scared to do it because, again, I just don't know how they're going to handle this year. Uh, at Dylan's, Dylan's Insider, which three players will have the most improvement this season? That's interesting. Uh that is very interesting. I think that when you look at this roster, let's go through it. So you have Shea. I think that he'll improve this year. I think that he'll continue to get better. He's still getting his prime and everything. But biggest improvement, take him out because of like his improvement will be good. But I don't think it'll be like this granular leap. He's already an all-star caliber player. Um, Lou Dort, he could take a leap this year from three, especially with Chip. So I, I'd consider him. Wouldn't consider favors. Uh, Chet Holmgren. I don't want to really consider rookies like and, and compare them to their college season because I think that, that that's just not that's just not right to do. It's kind of getting a baseline their rookie year. And I don't even really like sophomores, but like Josh Giddy could be a huge improvement guy. Uh, another two rookies, Jang and Williams. Uh, Baisley could take a huge leap this year because for me, I, I think that it'll be Dort, Baisley, and then Wiggins. I think that Wiggins will shoot better from three and thus with his defense look a lot better too. Uh, but with with Baisley. He's in a contract year. He's got an uncertain future in Oklahoma City. And all those factors, plus his elite defense, you just need to unlock something offensively. That's all you need to do, unlock something offensively. I think that he's going to do that, and I think he'll take a huge leap this year uh, as a player. At Fishboy Tuna, who should be OKC six man? Trey Mann. At Fishboy Tuna, 
does OKC need more vets or should they go after Colin Sexton? This team does not need any more players at all, but uh, and they also just can't go after Colin Sexton. I love Colin Sexton. I really want to see where he ends up. I really want to see kind of what his career looks like after this year. I think that he's a really good player, and I think that he should uh, be on a roster today. But just due to the fact that it's hard to sign and trade restricted free agents, especially with his designation, uh, they can't do a sign and trade. They don't have cap space. They're, they can't get Colin Sexton. But I love Colin Sexton, and I would really, really like him in Oklahoma City if they somehow figured it out. But it's not going to be able to be figured out just due to the logistics of the cap. Uh, tomorrow's show, we've got one more mailbag question from OKC Skittles talking about the rebuild uh, for OKC and comparing it to the previous rebuild of OKC. Also want to talk about the Jalen Brown saga with the Boston Celtics and talk more about who can improve on this year's roster. So all that and more is coming up on tomorrow's podcast. Subscribe for free so you never miss an episode. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.